podcast today is 216, the normal Friday music, the normal Friday duo, here on Friday, March 18th, Derek and Bethany, live from the development department of the Toledo School for the Arts. Uh, there's a lot to get to. There is, um, near where you live, you will have great insight on this non-traversy. Um, you will also have great insight on uh, on on school things, but let's start with the fact that um, there are times I feel like I tease Maddie too much. You think? And then and then I listen to your to your employer eviscerate this poor helpless, not even two year old. You know, the only reason that happened was because you were on the phone together and you just fueled each other. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him, I said, because he seems like um, he seems like he's he's easy to like whoop his ass. He, uh, he told me about all the times he used to get beat up. Um, but then I said, if Maddie tied one hand behind her back, could you take her? You muted yourself. Hi, welcome back. I know. What up? And uh, he said he would kick her in her forehead. Something about having a big target. And I was just beside myself. Um, I mean, at least he called it a forehead and not a five head. That's what you call it. Uh-huh. He also called the team, the, your cheerleaders, your dancers, the, the tramp stamp squad or something. <laughs> yeah, he, he just likes to make fun of everything that is me or is about me. Doesn't he know that, like, he can't... Hey, Boomer, shut up. You can't do that anymore. I know. It's because I take it. Okay. Is it because, like, does he also oversee the HR department as well? (laughs) No, not at all. Like, the HR department there is, like, when you complain about the Russian government, you wind up in a suitcase? (laughs) No. No. Okay. Um, It was... It's funny, because... I called you, and that's where this all happened. And I wasn't even startled that you didn't answer your phone. Like, I knew who it was immediately. Well, yeah, because there's only two other people that would answer my phone. Well, who? maybe three. And it would be Josh or Maddie or him. Tyler, uh, your dad, your mom. Could have been a lot of people. Mm, um, not but, even. But it, it was... Like I put this this gurky armor on, and flipped the the, the uh, sarcasm switch as soon as I heard his his booming voice. As I knew you would, I'm surprised the band aid talk didn't come up. He knows I'll get him one day. What's he, what's his weakness? I don't think he has a weakness. He honestly, ha- everyone has a weakness. Um, but there's there's really nothing that he is like. That, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have like a a physical gut-wrenching reaction to anything. What if I I said like he's a terrible father? He'd probably be like, you're right. (laughs) Oh, damn. All right, I'll come up with something. I will invent, just like Batman has, knows the weakness of everyone in the Justice League. I'll find his. Sure. Um, let's get to the controversy. Did you see the WTOL story about Mr. G's? Um, I saw something you posted on Facebook about the fact that people are complaining about the traffic. 
and like the line that takes up all of Hill Avenue. So I'm not even going to say they complained. I read the story and everyone was very measured about it. Like it's not your typical news story because the people that um, Roxanne got quotes from were like, look, the place is awesome. Thank God for the patience with people that it takes to get delicious ice cream. Like you just, it takes time to make artful ice cream. Like everybody was very understanding and they offered like very reasonable, measured suggestions. Like nobody was overly upset. So I don't know which direction to go with it. I mean, but you live down the street. It's not so busy of an, I mean, it's a busy intersection, but are people in danger? I think one person said they, they can't get out of their driveway, but everybody was, for news stories on Facebook, very tame. Here's the thing. The, the the people that live close to that, that have that gem in within walking distance of their house, are not going to complain because we don't want anything to happen to it. Right. I, I would agree that the line is annoying, a minor annoyance. And I'm sure if you live on Hill Avenue, like in your driveway is off of Hill Avenue and your driveway gets blocked... That's that's really unfortunate. That that probably sucks. But most most people when they're in that line will um pull far enough to the side that it doesn't cause a backup on hill. So they're they're out of the way. It's it's not I don't I don't think it annoys anybody unless you're new to Mr. G's and you're just finding out that there's a gigantic line. Right. But it's no different than going to Mr. Freeze and standing in a gigantic line. Well, if you're potentially, if if you're driving that area and you're surprised by, um, like if if it's seven, like it was Wednesday night, no Wednesday night, no Tuesday night, and you're driving north on Hill, well, sorry, west on Hill because you're going wherever, it's going to surprise you. Like people, when people are standing in a line, you're not you're not a traffic issue. But I'm glad people were not up, too upset about it. And I think one person did say, like, maybe they could widen the road. But didn't they just fix that road? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They're not going to widen it. Right. Um, and there was somebody on my, my the Facebook post that I put up said, how is it any different from Culver's or Duncan? And I, um, I, I'm waiting. I asked them one. I was like, which ones? So if we're talking about Culver's in, on, on Navarre, which I've never seen that line, but I, I know it's not, like, people at least expected there, and that whole area is shopping, retail, fast food. I did see the Dunkin' line on Central a couple of weeks ago uh, where it was it was backed up, but I, I guess you just kind of expect it. You're used to it. You understand it as opposed to... And those are probably specific times of day. I, I, I don't know. I, I, will, I would like more details, but I do think there is a bit of a difference because where Mr. G's is, it's not nearly as busy as Central or Navarre. So so here's, here's the thing. The line that is concerning and is dangerous and needs to be addressed is the line that happens at the car wash on Secor on a, the first nice day of the year. Because let me tell you, the first nice day we had, which was like a couple weeks ago, that like a randomly super nice day, everyone wanted to get their car washed. And I, I think it's a, is that Russ's car wash? I don't know, I don't know, which, I don't know wait, Secor and the what? One, 
Secor, Secor and Central. Okay, it's the one that's like right next to Uncle John's Pancake House, right next to like that Taco okay. Bell. That that whole intersection is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. But what's worse is that people were in line down Secor, and there is nowhere to get off to the side. So it's literally like you're blocking the entire right lane on Secor. The people waiting in line to get into that car wash. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare because the people that were, that that intersection is already a mess. And so when, when people are backed up for the light, you can't tell if you're stopped because of the light or you're stopped because someone wants to go to Krispy Kreme or this car wash. (laughs) So we were sitting there for like 20 minutes because we couldn't, there was too much traffic in the left lane, so you couldn't get over to go around. And if you wanted to turn right on central, you were just kind of stuck. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. So, like, that's more of an issue than people pulled off to the side of the road on Hill to go to Mr. G's. I agree. Um, there are far less people impacted by Mr. G's and... Like, that's just a bad intersection. However, it is. I mean, the Dunkin' Donuts and if it's Culver's issue are going to be more of a problem than the, the car wash because, as you said, it was the nice day and, and that, that's what loaded up that line. So, right. But if you think you're going to safely and quickly get from getting between uh, Central and like even Monroe on Secor, Not a chance. Especially not between 4 and 7. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, even around lunchtime, like 11 Well, yeah, that's bad, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, if you think you're going to move quickly and, and be careful, be safe, um, if you think you're just going to zoom through, I have a dirty diaper to give you for Maddie's. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's bad. So let's talk about your daughter. She okay. was pounding down St. Patrick's Day food? Yeah, yeah. She was chugging Jameson and... um doing Irish jigs around Sean's Irish Tavern last night, having herself a good time. So she was running around again? She wasn't running around. I, she is well-behaved. She likes to have fun. She is very friendly. So she was flirting with this nice single father that was sitting at the table next to us. She made friends with him. And then she was very amused by everyone in their, in their St. Patrick's Day getup. Right. And they were playing Irish music, and she wanted to have a green Jameson cup, just like Mommy and Daddy. Oh, dear. So she got water in her cup of Jameson, and she was having herself a great time. I did not see the Jameson cup. You'll have to find a way to get me that photo. Oh, don't you worry. I'll share. Um, so she also, she likes hot, spicy food a lot? She does like spicy food. She got that from her father. She, he buys like jalapeno chips and sriracha, blah, blah, blah. Like he likes hot stuff. I don't do hot stuff at all, but he likes it. And she's completely fine eating the hot stuff that he eats. So that's why last night she was taking her cheese stick and dunking it in the hot barbecue sauce and using the cheese stick as a vessel to get the hot barbecue sauce in her mouth. I love that she's a little person now. She is a little person. She's a very opinionated little person. What do you mean opinionated? She's opinionated. 
She can't talk. How can she be opinionated? Oh, she talks enough to be opinionated. What does she say? Like, what, what are her strong opinions? Like, uh, the U.S. should should create a no-fly zone over Ukraine? No, she will tell you um, mostly when she doesn't want something. Because anytime I ask her, it's, no, no, no. <laughs> you, should, you should paddle that butt. <laughs> like, listen here, Mizzy. She does have, though, my aunt got her her first pair of Crocs. Ugh. They're little baby Crocs. And they're like green and purple tie-dye. They're so cute. I I don't understand Crocs. Will, will you tell me what the appeal of Crocs are? Here's the appeal to me, as far as children go, is that A, you can slip them on. B, they're rubber, have a rubber sole. And C... All I have to do is wash them with some dish soap and they come clean. Fair enough. What and they're waterproof. I mean, it's like the perfect children's shoe. What about like for someone like me? I, I was just at the mall earlier and I saw someone dressed like me with Crocs. I think they're super comfortable. Okay. All right. They're not, I, they're not um, aesthetically pleasing. Right. But I think they're super comfortable. I, uh, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to take, I'm, the, Crocs are not the hill I'm going to die on. Um, you guys took advantage of the nice weather earlier this week, right? Yeah, we we were outside every day that it was nice, which was pretty much what we're, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're, you're, I think you're the first person I know who has gone to the inclusive playground in in, in Perrysburg. Dude, it was so cool. What was cool about it? It was so cool. So it's it's like fenced off, so it's not just like open it's I mean there's openings like it's not completely fenced off but there's a fence around it and it's kind of like built on levels so there's like a cement sidewalk that kind of goes around and the playground equipment is built out of ramps basically so for someone like Maddie who's still little and doesn't necessarily want to climb and be dangerous yet she had a lot of fun because she could just run up and down the um, ramps but still get around the playground equipment. And then there are, like, some stairs, so, like, she could climb some stairs. But she was able to, like, maneuver in the playground better, and it was less intimidating to her. And then there's cool, like, sensory stuff. Like, they have um, these, like, rubber mallets that are attached to, like, a what looks like a pipe organ type thing that like make noise. And then they have another thing that like piano with like metal um, plates. So you can play that. And then they have like hand drums and just like cool sensory things for kids. They have like a little playground house that looks like a Dr. Seuss house and they have swings and stuff like that. And swings that are meant to, um, you know, kids with disabilities and someone that still wants to swing, but needs like a back on it. There's just, it's just, it's made really well. The, the floor, like the, the floor of it is a rubber matting. So she's not getting as dirty. It was just, it was really, really cool. I thought it was a really cool playground. I'm glad they built it. Um, it's not too far from our house I and mean, it's kind of out of the way, but I, I thought it was really cool. It was the first time I had been there. Um, did she make any friends? How is she getting along with others? She met that little kid a couple weeks, the baby a couple weeks ago, right? Yep, yep. Um, she is... Not, she, not friendly. <laughs> she's very observant 
of other people and likes to stare them down and study them. We're not at the stage where we want to run up and make friends yet. Um, unless you have a ball and then she wants to steal your ball. But um, she's, she's more so at the stage where she just wants to like stand there and watch you and analyze everything you're doing instead of like run up and stay, say hi and, and play and make friends. But I think, I think she'll get there. I, I appreciate her her discerning observation. Many people look, but she observes. I like that a lot. Yeah, she's very observant. Almost too observant. Um, what are you guys doing this weekend? What are we doing this weekend? I think we want to lunch with um, some of Josh's family tomorrow. The weather's not going to be good, so I'm really disappointed. Cause Sunday it'll be nice. Yeah. I just want to be outside. Like now's like the time. And Gloria and Esteban, the ducks that live in my parents' cul-de-sac, they come back every year without fail for like at least a decade now. Gloria and Esteban, they live there. Um, they came back today, so it's officially spring. Everyone can put away their winter clothing. And yeah. now I just want to be outside all day. I, I feel you. Uh, I think my official closing of winter and cold weather and, and potential storms is when I take when I take my uh, my, my scraper brush thing and put it in the trunk mm -hmm. and just from the look I think we have fantastic meteorologists Chris and Ryan and they do their best they do I mean <laughs> they've got their, their great technology and obviously I believe in science and technology but you know the birds I follow the birds the birds that I've heard over the last couple of weeks say it ain't snowing no more. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 back from Florida or wherever it is that they migrate to, and uh, it's it's time. So Mother Nature better get it together, and it better stop being cold because I I, I can't like I don't think we're gonna have any more twenty degree days, and we'll have some chilly times, and I don't think we'll have any more accumulating snow days so i'm i'm in a good place with it are you going to do opening day with us i would i would love to be at opening day so tell gurky you're taking off okay let's Take do it. um i uh i'm i'm pleased to see so all right let me ask you this first are you affected by the daylight saving change no okay do you know anybody that personally that is i know people that say they are right very dramatic. I'm like, one hour? Very dramatic. Like, I mean, I like I will tell you that this week I have had shit sleep. Can't sleep, can't fall asleep. I get to sleep and then I can't stay asleep. I toss and turn. I can't get comfortable. But I don't think that has anything to do with daylight savings time. Right. So I think I just am in a state of shitty sleep. So I, I, don't, th I don't think it really affects me. I, I think that the clock is better where we were rather than where we will be but i think you can make reasonable arguments for everything um and now it seems like people are really digging into that but and congress made this thing but hopefully the president shoots it down because it, it, i sense that standard time like where we were would be mm -hmm. better for more people but i don't I, know i really don't care if we keep right. or get rid of safe like it does not matter to me all i care about is getting the most amount of daylight during waking hours 
Well, that's all I care about. I don't and, care. And, and I, if I, I might be wrong here, but the only place that's going to happen is somewhere near the equator. Probably. So, um, but it looks like Philadelphia and their public schools are going to move back the start of school till nine to nine a.m. And I mean, I, I think they should do that anyway because kids need sleep. I, I have seen the studies that say that kids need more sleep and that this would benefit everybody who has to have some type of interaction with getting kids to school or whatever. Right. Let me ask you this, though, because I've always thought this was a great idea. Um, aren't, aren't a lot of kids just going to stay up an hour later and make that extra hour pointless? And then on the other side of things... What people might be a little short-sighted about is, um, will this disrupt the hour in the afternoon where everyone is in a regimen of when the kids, when their kids get home, when they need to be home, and, and their work day? And, and I'm actually asking that question, so I'm throwing those two things at you. Well, I actually think, regardless of whether kids go to bed or not, that's on them, but I think starting later... And having to pick kids up later would be more beneficial because I think it's easier, like for me, for instance, it is easier for me to manage time to expect to be at work between 9 and 4 or 4.30 than it is to be from 8 to 3. Like I think if parents had extra time in the morning to get their kids to school and be at work by 9, then they wouldn't have to leave until four or so to go pick up their kids. And I think that that's just a better, that's just a more standard time in my opinion than, than an eight to three. And that seems fine. I, I guess- and if parents have to work till five, then their kid is only needing care between four and five and not three and five or whatever. I, I don't know. I, the- I think it would be a better idea. I'll throw the monk or the variable in of all the extracurricular activities. Um, but maybe that makes it better. They're there even later, and you can literally get them after after work. So um, it seems like the end of the day is a lot easier to manage than... I mean, you, you seem to just hand-wave the kids um, just staying up an hour later. And I think that's, that's kind of a deal um, because I'm sure plenty of kids would not take advantage of the extra hour to potentially sleep or whatever it would be. They'll just stay up later. And, and, they, if, and if they don't, then they're probably the kids that it doesn't matter Bethany, what time they go to school anyway. Bethany Urbanski, we, we have to help those kids. I'm, I'm, not here, I'm not here to save those kids. You have life choices and you have consequences and you, de, you, need, to figure, you need to figure it out. But what I am saying is that it would benefit the kids that could benefit from an extra hour of sleep. Good point. Okay. Good so. point. Um, one last. What you th- choose to do with that extra hour is on you. Yep. One more hour to watch and make TikToks. Oh God. You love that app. I do love TikTok, and I wish I didn't. But I also don't watch like young children content. The content that I'm looking for is the mom content because that's where the real comedy is. Okay. Little kid, dog, and mom content. Is is the pure comedy of TikTok? Okay, I am not your follow. Although if I do hit like I did with that um, turning red thing, I will I'll share with you. All all of my TikToks have to do with Maddie. I, I there's like four of them. 
Um, it's funny. I, I, people inbox me videos, and they, they need to know that stuff is just going into a black hole. Some so. of it's really funny, though. I know. I just don't want to watch any videos. Give me, give me a paragraph description of it, and then maybe I'll watch. Mm. Um, last thing. So everything's more expensive. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. But I was, like, aghast. I went to the mall today. Um, I need to replace Why? my... Why? Would you do that? Why would you voluntarily go to the mall? Why not? That pl- that place gives me like anxiety. It doesn't give you anxiety. Well, no. I mean, I go in the middle of the day. No one's there. Well, that, yeah, that's true. That's um, probably different. So I, I need I need I need a hat. I need to replace my black Nike hat. <laughs> like, don't you have fifty million hats? I do, I do. But this is like the everyday one. And okay. I, I can't find it. Um, so I, I got into, like, hats um, when, in the 90s, like, when you started to be able to get the fitted hats that Major League Baseball players wore. Right. And they were, like, 19 bucks. Um, the recent ones I bought, they're, like, 34 I don't know. These things are $41 now. Yep. Um, and I am... It's sticker shock to me. Like, that's more than... And I know the price of everything goes up, but I have never seen something in my life that I have purchased pretty regularly the entirety of since I've been able to have an allowance, work a little bit, have a paycheck. Like, that. it is more than a 100% increase. Is there anything that you can think of that has been similar? Um, I can tell you that the other day, one of my coworkers came to work in a super cute sweatshirt. It was like lightweight, kind of like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an aged looking material, but it looked super like velory and snuggly and it was cute. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. She was like, yeah, I got it. I don't even remember. It was like a store out in Portland, let's say somewhere out there. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And she was like, yeah, well, what happened was we went out to um, a restaurant out there or something, and they didn't plan for the weather, and so it got really cold, and she didn't have a sweatshirt. So she goes into the store, and it was one of the only sweatshirts that they sold, and it was $65. What kind of sweatshirt? For a sweatshirt. I'm talking lightweight material. Mm. Sweatshirt. Pretty basic. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I would have to be so cold that I was going to have frostbite before I spent $65 on one piece of clothing. On one sweatshirt. I was like, that is insane. I feel the same way. Like, if I go somewhere, I'll pop into the coals near us every now and then. And I'm like, that's a nice Nike sweatshirt. And I'm like, $58. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> not a chance. And then, not a chance. If clothes are not on clearance or a knockoff brand, I am not buying it. I can't. I can't I, afford it. I had no idea you were so poor. I just, well, yeah. I, I am it, poor. I have a child. It's not even that. Like, this stuff is wild expensive. Like, oh, it's, I, it's astronomical. Um,. And you can't tell me that it costs that much to make. Because I know it doesn't. Because that small child in Thailand is getting paid like <laughs> negative four cents. I know, no, you're not wrong. You're, you're, you said it. I didn't. You're, you're, 
it happens. It's awful. Like, we all make concessions in the same way that, like, one of the guys, uh, one of the brothers at Mama Mary's is a staunch Trump supporter. And he's the only person I've ever blocked from my Facebook. But you know what? I'll eat that Trump pizza because it's fucking delicious. <laughs> so, we all we all make our, we all are willing to put our ethical compasses in our pocket for certain things. Yeah. And we pick and choose what we purchase and what we don't based and, on the price. Like I, I know, I know we've had this discussion before. Like we would all love to shop as local. I went to your, uh, I went to the to those TSA guys, uh, the pipe, the pipe light place last week in the art of the market shops. Oh yeah, Toledo Electric or Toledo Lamp. Toledo Company. Lamp Company, and yeah. I saw some cool stuff. In fact, Josh was with me, and he's like, "This is totally your style." There was like a floor lamp made out of the pipe things, and it was like hundred and thirty dollars. Jeez. And I, and I and look, I'm like, you know what? I can probably I can probably hop on Amazon and find it for seventy or eighty. Now, I couldn't, but Josh also said, you know, you've made those pipes to put your shelves up. You could probably make these as well. Um, and again, we all we all want, I think, to shop local. But at the end of the day, especially as things have gotten more expensive across the board, our money makes our decisions for us. And that's why we get pushed to Walmart. Walmart, and I think Walmart is where we feel the most pain, like, going in. Like, I wish I could shop local. Yeah, um, yeah. But our, our money makes our, our decisions. And I bless the hell out of you, like, at Monette's. It's like six ninety nine a pound for mm-hmm. chicken. I might be uh, overestimating that. Might be four ninety nine a pound. I went to Walmart. It's a lot. I went to Walmart today, and it was two nineteen to get like uh, the pa- the pack of chicken that I buy that I cooked up and save it for the entire week. My soul doesn't feel good, but we, we most of us. If you have like unlimited resources to pay to buy local all the time, I applaud you. Thank you. You are better in that that aspect than me. Yeah, I mean, I'm more inclined to spend more money or a little extra money on something that's like custom or I know it's local or there's some type of like exquisite craftsmanship toward it. Um, Like I'm I'm okay spending a little extra money on something like that than I am for like a high, like a huge brand name something like Come on, I don't need I, that. Because I, I, everybody has that. The custom, the craft, it's more distinctive. Um, and again, if those lights that I were look, was looking at were, was under 100 bucks, and I hadn't just spent an extra $40 to pay my way through a line at Fantasticon, I probably would have done it. And then Josh is like, you can probably just make these as well. So, and yeah. uh, what did, uh, what, what did, Josh was talking to the guy, and what did he say? He's he's like no, I just collect excess pipes. <laughs> so good good for them, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'm gonna text you tomorrow after I get done packing meals, and come over and um, I'm gonna ask. Dude, those meals look so do them. good. Do them. Uh, send send me how I really want to because go to the website. They look so good. Go to the website. Try using the code Eric Chase 100. What what's the website? Meal preps for me. Meal preps for me. But I'll text you tomorrow to see. Like you... for me or the number four. Just you can Google it. Um, okay. The number four. 
But I'll text you guys when I'm done. Maybe I can pop over and ask Maddie some questions that she has to say yes to. There you go. What was the code, Eric Chase? 100. 100. No space. You didn't didn't get that from me. No, not at all. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye.